Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. So, yeah, tired of talking about predators. Um, I am intrigued in terms of, like, other stuff going on. Like, I'm not really sure the deal with Tiger Woods, but it's curious that we just watched that documentary about him and uh, he's back in the news for something other than golf. I do hope he's okay, though. Uh, does sound like his golf career is going to be taking a backseat for quite some time. Uh, you know, the initial reports are that he was driving too fast on a street you shouldn't drive too fast on, which is kind of the the thing about that region. L.A. is, is so fascinating to me. They're part, I'm surprised people don't just die all the time in the Hollywood Hills. I mean, there's no guardrails, there's lots of blind turns, and you're literally, they call them the hills, but it's like little mountains, and people have, you know, I had a friend in college who, whose father uh, built his house in the Hollywood Hills, and it was just like, whoa, it was a beautiful house, uh, you know, it was great, but I remember thinking, man, they're screwed if it ever just if God just wants to be funny and put some ice up here, like that's it. You'll be over a canyon in no time. So you have to be safe and know where you are and know how you're driving. And hopefully, you know, that's, that's it. And it wasn't anything else. Uh, one car accidents though, they raise flags. They just do. Um, so the other thing about, uh, what was I thinking? Oh, I watched last night. I was just not in a great mood and there really wasn't anything on TV. So I watched, excuse me, Lori gone. I watched this uh, Netflix show, uh, Netflix movie, I Care A Lot. And um, I thought the lead lady was really good, Rosamund Pike. She was, she was in Gone Girl. There's something chilling just about her face. You know, like she can say these really super scary things and you're like, ooh, I believe it. <laughs> I mean, her face has like like dead spots or something like she's just chilling uh I love Diane Weist I thought it was gonna be like a battle of the wits uh she had a few great scenes but then it's like I don't know it's the Peter Dinklage is in it who I who I like but he spent the first few minutes at least the first hour uh throwing things and yelling like why is he such a angry little man like what's going on I don't know that it was what I thought it was going to be you know I don't know that it really came together like I thought it would um and I think sometimes when men are writing um and these anti-heroines they struggle because the real meat for me would have been Diane Weist and Rosamund Pike fighting it out I wasn't exactly sure why we needed um and once you get Peter Dinklage, then that role becomes bigger because he's fresh off of Game of Thrones. And, you know, if it was just some B actor, you could do more with the two main women. But it just, I don't know, it just didn't become what I thought it was going to become. And it wasn't bad. And it's, it, you know, but it's not like one of my epic favorites. Uh, just because... I, I thought it was going to do something different. These are intriguing topics. Uh, Elder abuse. I mean, and this was kind of like elder abuse to the extreme. 
But, um, yeah, it, it could happen like that. I'm a person who uh, comes in the house and finds my mom on the phone with all kinds of people. Some she's called because of a TV commercial or something that was on her computer or uh, somebody has called here praying on her for something else. Uh, it's scary. It is scary. So that could happen. But I mean, that part was that part was realistic. But it, it I don't know. Then it just went to a whole nother level. And like I said, I just I wonder sometimes if men know how to really write uh, strong female characters or if they write these stereotypes of strong female characters or what they think a strong female character, because ultimately it just feels like, you know, uh, when I finished it, I thought, oh, you know, an ambitious woman, an ambitious woman, obviously, in this writer's mind has to be A, B, and C. And I don't want to give it away too much, but it's like, you know, it's, it just feels like this writer may have met a woman who was successful and decided that uh, this was who they were. Um, and I get it. It's not fair to pigeonhole him. He's, I, I don't know. I've never heard of this guy before. He's a British writer, director, so I'm not trashing him or anything. I, it just felt I at one point I was like, oh, who wrote this? I And I just was like, a man wrote this. So I went and I looked it up and I was like, yes. So, you know, sometimes I think as a woman, I just rarely see myself represented on screen. We won't even get on the black woman part. And then you know why? Because it's like, oh, this is like even a film I liked, like Disobedience, because Rachel McAdams is just an amazing actor. And so I was on this tear to watch, you know, all her her projects. Actually, I started to tear after I watched Disobedience. I'm like, she is really talented. And you never you can't even recognize her in some roles like, you know, it's her, but it's not really her. And it's like, I mean, she's just so talented. So I was watching this and then I'm like. You know, I think my main flaw with the film, the book it's based on was written by a woman and it's very fascinating, but I think the movie takes a different spin because it was written by a man and directed by a man. Um, I think he took the writing credit. I'm not sure, but I definitely know he took the the lead on the sex scene, which was really quite fascinating. <laughs> But, um, you know, I just think men have their versions of events and women have ours. And some of these things will just be more interesting to me and more appealing, I think, to women if they were written, at least by women. Certainly a female director. uh, Women are just good with details. And I think sometimes men... uh, not all, but sometimes men skip over certain details that ring hollow to a woman's ear. You know, some of the dialogue, you know, extreme examples like, um, what's that basic instinct? You know, clearly that's some male fantasy. And I'm not sure why most anti-heroines have to be lesbians, but (laughs) apparently they are. And, um, you know, they kind of low key hate men, uh, but in like basic instincts case, she, she, you know, had a girlfriend, but just could not resist Michael Douglas for some reason. 
uh, and they had the weirdest sex scene ever. God, Basic Instinct is worth watching, and so is Showgirls. But I watched them both for the laughs. I mean, I just think they're hilarious. <laughs> but those are extreme examples. This movie is a, is a nearly that that misogynistic, but it 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 does kind of it is. I think it could have been better is I guess what I'm saying. I thought it was going to go in a different direction, which would have made it better for me. A lot of people enjoyed it, and I'm not being harsh or trying to criticize it. It just didn't go in a direction I thought it would. And I'd be curious to know if that was the original intention or if they got notes or uh, did they have to change it because Peter Dinklage signed on? I don't know. I'd just be curious. It wasn't exactly a comedy. It wasn't exactly film noir. It wasn't exactly a thriller. I, I don't really know. It was a lot of different things. And I'm curious because sometimes, you know, so say you set that up at a studio. I'm sure it would have turned out differently. I don't know. Does Netflix just let you let you make the movie you want to make? Do they make you take notes? Um and by notes, I mean the stuff that the producers, the um, studio heads, everybody who's your your the executive sign, assigned to your film, the notes that they give, and some of those are awful. I mean, you, for me personally, I don't want a lot of notes. Um, sometimes you you probably should use some notes. There are people out here who make movies. It's like mm, some notes there would have been great, but you know. I respect anybody who gets to make the movie they want to make. Notes can be a pain in the ass, um, especially when they're, you know, not good. And I've never really gotten to the full production stage, but I've certainly got plenty of notes. Some of them were awful. It's like, man, if I do that, I'm changing my whole uh, screenplay. Like, it's not, <laughs> it won't be what what you say you love. You know, because that's the thing. They take your meeting and oh, we love it. You're brilliant. This is great. But we need to change this, this, and this. Like, well, wait, I'm brilliant and great. What's happening? It's an interesting industry. And it's flawed, no doubt. But I do respect and admire anybody who gets to make the movies they want to make. You know, um, even if they don't turn out to be hits or even if they don't turn out to be critical successes. Um there's something to getting all of those people uh, to do that work and complete something. That's amazing. So anyway, uh, that's I talked a lot longer about that than I thought I would, but apparently that's what I do. Um, anyway, I hope you're enjoying your Thursday. We're about to wrap up February. I had a super productive February, so I hope you did too. Um, I like getting things done and, and getting things off off my desk. So I did quite a bit of that. And, you know, like I said, you've got goals, you've got dreams. I'm not going to constantly remind you anymore. You just got to keep pushing. Um, you got to know that uh, time is working against you in that sense. We're already out of February. Next week is March. So, uh, you know, whatever resolutions you've ignored or broken, <laughs> get back on it. <laughs> get to work. So I hope you have a wonderful day today. Please be well, be safe, and uh, yeah, be your best.
all the fame and the glory, yeah, I want that. Trailblazing flames from my launch pad. Shopping in front and that jack, I flaunt cash. Haters talking shit, but they toss trash. I go the distant, persistent, I finish every inch. I never pop from pressure, we're never in the pen. I never wait from this lucid dream I'm living in. Never mention submission, I'm never giving in. You'll never see me, cause I'm speeding in the tenant bins. Cruising Missouri, St. Louis, cause I'm a bill again. This music is a revolution, truly militant. Accusing stupid, looking foolish, cause I'm innocent. Damn right. And I never show a caution Fighting right through fatigue and exhaustion Until I get the fame and claim a fortune I want it all, I will settle for a portion And I don't give a damn whatever man hoards it I'm hoping to gain ransom for extortion It won't exchange hands unless I force it Not even if I'm dead and gone pushing orchids Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I let you know when the school so who can know, who can know, who can really know what the future holds? I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds. So I got this feeling I don't really see it stopping. So I'm about to blow the ceiling, get it popping. Tune your TV to TMZ if you're watching. Cause who's about to be balling, probably obnoxious. Like, girl, oh, you think I'm acting funny? I ain't frontin', I'm just stuntin', we got money. I got the buzz and it be like we got honey. So quit trippin', get in the middle, is you coming? Oh, you feeling weird? Being bourgeois? Honestly, dead, I feel it too, ma. Nevertheless, let's hit Hawaii too, ma. And peep all the marine life. Hoorah! You better know I'm investing in my future. Cause when I get it, I won't lose it being stupid. The fame machine is a psychopathic guillotine. And I admit the addiction, it might make me a fiend. And best believe I ain't dying for a stupid cause. And I ain't playing victim cause of my human flaws. And I ain't bugging, I ain't drunk, and I ain't screwing broads. I'ma just take this fame and be a superstar. Who can know? Who can know? Who can really know what the future holds? I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know. When the scoop unfolds, so who can know? Who can know? Who can really know what the future holds? I don't really know when truth be told, but I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds. So I'm going hard till I'm buried in the graveyard, unscarred by the fame or a rape charge. No prison walls or slander, even if hate's hard. I'm only being known for spitting great bars. And hell no, Joe, I never sold out. Cause I expose my soul every so sold out. I got what I asked. For I wanna know how Praying the guy got what I asked for no doubt Who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds So who can know, who can know Who can really know what the future holds I don't really know when truth be told But I'll let you know when the scoop unfolds so